Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up, it's Dud. And I'm Obert. And happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, we just talked about this with Nick turning 31 last yeah. few episodes You're old. ago. So you guys both have to wish me a happy birthday right now. Okay. <laughs> Live on air. It's official. Chris, happy birthday. Yay! No. I hope 31 brings you a full year of, of happiness and delicious, delicious North Carolina beers. Yes, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. That is many wise words. Now, let's, let's go around the room and say what i mean to the people on this podcast i'm i'm not i'm not wishing you happy birthday your birthday was is two days from now or when people listen to this it was two days before this it's not really your birthday no matter what way you cut this <laughs> it is my birthday god damn it this I is my have, birthday episode i i i as i sit here i will have texted you on your birthday Two days from now, or when people listen to this, I texted you two days before and said happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is my birthday episode, so it's official. Like I am thirty-one years old now. So we didn't celebrate I, Obert's birthday, did we? we yeah, we yeah sure we did. Right? I think we did, we did a thing when all when we all had reached thirty. Uh, See, yeah, I think we did. Yeah. I think we did. So it's only fair <laughs> that I get a birthday episode. So. Okay. I expect well, I expect a cake and everybody knows that on your birthday episode surprise you party. have to do all of the work and um, the other two hosts can just sit back while you do all three handles and all three beer reviews. <laughs> right. <laughs> so have fun talking for an hour. And we just dunk on you on all of your opinions. <laughs> it's like a roast. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Chris, definitely one of yeah. my top two favorite co hosts. <laughs> He's in the top three. I mean, uh, top I three, kid, all, top three all time. <laughs> I kid. In all seriousness, happy birthday! Better drink thirty-one beers. Oh That's yeah, you drink thirty-one beers in this podcast. Oh man, could you imagine? Could you imagine how bad of a podcast that would be? I can't Do even it. imagine you drinking thirty-one ounces of beer on this podcast. Uh, I mean, I probably end up doing that, right? Like two beers. That's not too bad, right? Is that are you accepting the challenge? No, no, no. You have to pour one ounce into the garbage. <laughs> oh, so I have to drink. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna try and drink 31 beer, 31 ounces of beer in this in this podcast. I'm gonna try it. Why not? Okay, so so for the record, we're starting at zero ounces right now. Zero ounces. We're gonna keep I'm the audience out. updated as we as we go through this episode. So let's do let's start right away with your with your beer review, so we can okay. Get you All right, drinking. yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, 31 ounces of beer ish on this, <laughs> maybe more on this podcast. Okay. Oh god. oh god! Okay. okay. Oh no! Chris already spilled his first ounce. <laughs> oh my god! This, this how exploded does this always on me. happen I just, to you? I just bought this. Well, there's your one ounce gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, unfortunately, it's a twelve ounce beer. Oh uh, man! I mean, it I smells can... good. It's oh jeez, you're gonna have a difficult time doing some math I know. here a little bit. You're gonna have to. Man, that you know, really exploded on me. Of young thirty-year-old Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, like, how old is this? Jeez, I bought this in a bottle shop. So, as we all know, I recently am in the transition of moving to North Carolina. So, I was like, you know what? It's going to be good. We're going to get uh, our first North Carolinan beer on here. <laughs> and it explodes all over myself. So, <laughs> damn, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Anyways, all right. I got I got 31 ounces of beer to drink. So, uh, we're going to get right into it. I have... For you, a Steel Spring Brewery, which is in 
Carboro, North Carolina. It's a Vohami spiced plum grisette, which I don't know if I've ever had a grisette before. Any of those words? Yeah, yeah. Well, spiced. I know it's spiced. I mean, plum probably, maybe right. That's the brown. That's the purple one. (laughs) All right, maybe not. But so yeah. (laughs) So grisettes are. I mean, from what I understand, they're like akin to a Belgian saison. So. You know, I don't know how to feel about this because I don't really like Belgians. But uh, once this head dies down a little bit, I'll get into it. But I was at a bottle shop and I saw this and it was pretty interesting. It's got a weird, really funny label, like a like a squirrel kind of thing with like a really dark looking squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> that's really um, weird. And you'll see it on the Instagram, of course. But uh, I probably poured it. I probably poured about one or maybe two ounces out just because <laughs> it exploded all over my hand. So. But I have a I have a drinkable amount right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see how this tastes. All right, yeah, I think Grisette is what we call like the female basketball players on our on our college basketball team here in Montana because they're the Grizz and they must be the Grisettes. That's interesting. Oh wow, that's really that's not what I was expecting at all. So this beer, it's like relatively, I mean, light it's is nice, might not be yeah, not, not bad, like a nice amber, amber. color. Yeah, I, hmm. I alternate. Between thinking of light, calling it light amber and dark amber, and it's really just straight up middle of the road amber. Yeah, no, and you know, it, it, if it is Belgian, which I, from what I understand, it is, I don't get like that Belgian aftertaste that I that generally turns me off to Belgians. But you get a lot of spice, get a little bit of like the plum sweetness towards the middle, and that spice like rides through the whole rest of the way. It's a, it's actually a pretty solid beer for exploding, you know. Outside of outside of the first two seconds of opening it, but it's oh, that's, uh, it's that's good. It's it's encouraging that you're going to have a full uh, full lineup of good Tennessee. I mean, a full lineup of good North Carolina beers going forward. Yeah, I'm very I'm very uh, very pleased by this. So it's five and a half percent ABV, and it says a festive winter warmer with an Appalachian twist, brewed with plum, clove, cinnamon, and allspice. So definitely get a lot of those spices. Uh, towards the front and like i said the plum kind of mellows it out towards the middle and then you have like a nice like sweet uh sweet yet a little bit with with the little background of those spices through the rest of the beer what is all spice it's like all the spices in one right (laughs) Uh, i don't know exactly what it's like pumpkin pie spice but all spice right yeah (laughs) okay okay uh, I'm not 100% certain what it is, but I think it, it comes is. in tiny little balls. But yeah, no, solid beer. I'm very, very impressed by it, and I like it. I'm, I think I'm going to give it a 375 out of 5. And yeah, you don't get any of the Belgian aftertaste. It's pretty much just like spice and plum uh, throughout the rest, throughout the beer, which I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. So good beer. I'm I'm happy. The first one on the, the first North Carolina brew on the pod, and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Good, okay. good beer. Nice. Yeah. All right, so we got what two ounces down? Twenty nine to go. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say I pour two two ounces out. So this is this is ten ounces down. So so you haven't drank so, all ten ounces. Well, not yet, not yet. Yeah, I know but, we're doing a live play by play. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay, so yeah, I'll say two of the two of the ten current ounces down. Okay. All right. But who wants who wants who wants next? Let's uh, let's sandwich Tud's uh, non beer in the middle here. Yeah. So I'll go next. I am drinking a Colorado bourbon whiskey called Fireside. It's by Mile High Spirits, and Mile High Spirits was a distillery that was founded in 2011. This is a 
little bit of a lighter bourbon. It's 80 proof, 40% alcohol. It's small batch, and it comes from a comes from Colorado. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. so here comes the shock. So it's because it's lighter. It doesn't really have much of a shock, and it goes right into the adjustment and the save. <laughs> you know, it tastes like a blend between a bourbon and a scotch. It's got that little bit of peatiness to it that scotches have. It doesn't so like make an Irish it, whiskey. No, no. It, it's. I mean, it definitely has that sweetness of the bourbon. But it's got that, like, the aftertaste, I guess, would reminds me of, like, if I were to have scotch. And as we all know, I don't really like scotch, so I'm not really a fan of the aftertaste. Yeah, so where did you pick this one up? I found it at a local liquor store in uh, right next to my work, and I was just looking for something, and the guy recommended it, so I picked it up. I'm really happy that the bottle's done, because it wasn't my favorite. Okay. But, you know, it's okay. I think that, you know, having the aftertaste of scotch kind of ruins it for me a little bit. I'm glad we can continue the trend of clearing out your fridge with clearing out your liquor cabinet here. In the right. I figured I would just keep up what you wanted me to do and just clear out my house of alcohol. Yep. So, New beers. New beers yep. resolution. So I'm doing it. Um, I'm going to give this, I'll probably give it a 2.75. That's that's a rough rating for you. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's not, I really like the flavor on the front end. It's just the, the aftertaste kind of kills me. Uh, well. It can't all be winners, folks. Yeah, that just proves that there's bad beer. If when Tud rates something at two seven five, well, not bad beer, but bad whiskey. <laughs> yeah. There's bad whiskey. Yeah, it there's is. really good whiskey too. We are we are snobs, but we sometimes we we shoot for the moon and we miss. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that was my short little bourbon review. Ober, what are you drinking? Maybe I can help us end on a more positive note here because I have something from Deschutes um, out of Bend, Oregon. Um, I love Deschutes. Deschutes is a classic around here. Like, just like you would be able to find, say, anything from Sam Adams in Connecticut, you could find anything from Deschutes in Montana. They're like, Are you saying that you can't find Sam Adams in Montana? Well, you know how Sam Adams, you have tons of varietals, and they have the one-offs and bombers and random stuff like that. Yeah, you don't get that in Montana? Not so much. Really? Yeah. But Deschutes, you can find their fresh squeezed almost everywhere, which is one of my favorites. And today on the podcast, I have the Mirror Pond Pale Ale. So Mirror Pond Pale Ale is named after the slower section of the Deschutes River, where um, right near the brewery in Bend, where you have this incredible reflection of the mountain. And it's called Mirror Pond, even though it's not really a pond. Um, so you'll see in the, the artwork we post that reflection we're talking about. And we get a lot of those same mirror pond views here in Montana. So that's why it kind of resonated with me and why I went to pick this beer. But yeah, so here we go. It looks like a nice dark. Yeah, I like that color. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. You get a lot of that that crystal malt. We all know and love her. Oh, podcast. have eyes. Yeah, this is... Um, <gasps> She's back. Hopped, hopped with Cascade Hops. Which is really a good winning combination for me because you get that that caramelly sweetness with the bitter hop combo, which make which is really I think what you want in a nice pale pale ale. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds really good. Yeah, man, I haven't had this one before, but I'm definitely gonna have this one again. Um, I think this one, you know, last episode I also did a pale ale, and that one was on the border between three, seven, five, and four. I like that one a little bit better than this one. So the Mirror Pond is going to earn a 3.75 for me. Okay. Yeah, nice. I was actually I was going to ask because I know you did the three the the Pale Ale last time too. I've right. never had Deschutes and Tud has 
Tud has yeah. issues. Yeah. So I'm kind of jealous. I wish. Yeah, the fresh squeeze is fantastic. Like I said, maybe it's not the perfect analogy, but they are almost like the Sam Adams here where it's kind of universal. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Quick update. Now that we're done with our beer reviews, Chris, how uh, how many of those 30, 31 ounces you got down? Ooh. I would say 10 ounces. Okay. First beer so, done. I don't know. You didn't, lick, up, you didn't lick that up. glass clean. Nope. And I'm actually going to be in Neanderthal, and I'm not even going to wash it out because I love the podcast. So, so cracking into my second beer, which is a 16-ouncer, hopefully. Ooh, I don't have a five-ounce beer, so I'm going to have so, to drink. I'm going to have to overachieve. So what are we drinking here? So I switched it up. I went to a stout, um, and this is from Blowing Rock Brewing, which is in Hickory, North Carolina. Okay. I stopped at this place when I was, you know in North Carolina for my interview and tried a bunch of their beers. Pretty good stuff. And this is an imperial stout brewed with coffee, toasted oats, maple syrup, and natural cocoa powder. So Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the SRM on this bad boy is like uh, negative or positive two billion. So it's a pretty dark beer. Yeah, it's dark as night. Yeah, it's, it's very dark. And... It's uh, 9% alcohol by volume, so this is probably not the best beer to choose when I'm drinking 31 ounces in one night. But <laughs> <laughs> but let me see. Let me see. I, I, I tried this at the brewery. Let's see, what, let's see what it rates on the podcast. Just real quick. Just real quick. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So it's really good. It's, it's sweet because of the maple syrup, but then uh, the coffee and the natural cocoa powder, it kind of like mellows it out a little bit, makes it, gives it a little bit of bitter bite towards the end. I'd give this a. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do a three seven five again. I don't think it's quite the best imperial stout I've had on the podcast, but very, very good. So, but there we go. So this is gonna be sixteen ounces once I'm done with this. So that oh, assuming I don't pour any out, <laughs> and so that'll bring me up to <laughs> that'll bring me up to twenty six ounces. So okay, I'm gonna overachieve. I don't I don't have a five ounce beer unfortunately, <laughs> but there we go. That's that's my second beer I'm working through. So I think we're a little late to this news because you know it's been a couple weeks. But did you did mean? You guys... Did you hear the new news? I, well, I guess it's more. Did you hear the old news? Okay. <laughs> did you hear the history? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see that old Burnside closed? Oh no! You know I I did I did see that. That's crazy. Yeah, they're not. They do that up Scotch again. ale, right? Ten penny. Ten penny. Yeah. Yeah. They're one of the one of the oldest breweries I can think of in Connecticut. Yeah, they I think they're I think they might be the oldest. I don't really know. But they're one of the mainstays that's been around before our time. Yeah. They announced on their Facebook page that they will not be reopening for the season. They always close in the winter, but they will not be reopening for the season. Putting to bed one of the oldest craft beers in Connecticut. I know, and you know, we were just talking, I think on episode twenty seven or twenty six about, you know, is there a craft beer bubble in Connecticut and we were saying the first sign of that would be some breweries closing. So are you saying it's our fault? <laughs> yes, I think we jinxed them to death. Damn it. Yeah. No, I I did see that and like I think like y'all were saying it was like 18 years that they o- opened and closed and opened and closed. So, uh I mean they say they're retiring, so I don't know, maybe they were older, but Yeah, they still. I I read somewhere that the owner might have health problems. So that was what was forcing them to close as well. So it might not just be because there's a bubble that popped. It might just be literally they were done working slash couldn't work anymore. 
Yeah, let's go with that. Let's not say that we jinxed them into <laughs> into non-existence. Yeah. It like this is like akin to Aramony's closing. Like I just yeah. it's it's something that's been a mainstay in Connecticut forever and ever and ever and like you think uh the Tenpenny Ale especially, you're like, "Man, this good beer." <laughs> right. I think you know, it's a mainstay that nobody really thought about because it was just it's always been there. Right. Even though exactly. it's a, a hell of a beer. Yeah. So Well, let me be the first to raise my glass to cheers to old Burnside. Thanks for the many beers, the many years of beers. Uh happy trails. Farewell. Hope you ride off to the sunset. Yes. Yes. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, old Burnside. Pour one out for the, for nope. the brewery. Chris can't pour one out. He has to drink all thirty one. Nope. Well that's how he that's how he gets rid of some of his axes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's no math here that's going to lead me to 31. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's that's just an unfortunate thing that happened, but you know, it's all it's all it's all good. There's still be beer to drink, which is the most important thing. Right. I hope somebody if they really are closing due to due to the owner's health reasons, I hope somebody picks up the 10 penny ale recipe and continues to make it because it would be a shame if one of like Connecticut's oldest flagship beers just disappeared. Mm, yeah. Who would you want to pick it up? That's a good question. Hooker? I was thinking Pioneer Valley. Pioneer could do it. Um, I, I think Hooker prob- Hooker or Two Roads maybe just because they're big enough big. to where it would just be a blip on their radar. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, those are both probably the answers I would think of. I think those are the... Maybe City Steam will pick it up? Maybe. I mean, I think they were was a friendship there long ago, so... It would be cool if if one of them did. So let's hope let's hope in the in the months to come we find out that someone does brew it. That would be that would be pretty pretty cool. Yeah, and they they used to do like Ober. I think Obert mentioned this on the podcast a little while ago about uh, Berkshire Brewing Company. But Old Burnside did the same thing where they sell growlers in the stores full of ten penny ale. So you could actually go buy a growler of ten penny and bring it home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a pretty cool pretty cool thing. So so. What what are those things called that like the mall cops ride on? Like Se- is is that your way to say we need a segue? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, so what's next? <laughs> okay, okay. Touche, touche. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I got a question for you. How much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. No, you would think that, but actually, they live on ice, so that'd be kind of dumb. <laughs> that was that's very true. <laughs> Anyway, Ted, what were you saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. I actually didn't have a response. No, that was your. That was me leading you into stupid questions. <laughs> See, you couldn't leave well enough alone, Obert. <laughs> <laughs> I had him going. I know. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy is right. Okay. So, so I've got some stupid questions. Ooh. Oh, that was a nice segue, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Catch any shoplifters with that thing? Nope. I got some stupid question. Over this one probably will appeal more to to you as a, the engineer of the group. Okay. But would someone with lots of flat with lots of flatulence have higher buoyancy than someone of the same mass without it? Is it? <laughs> well, yeah, because it's all about how your body breaks stuff down, right? And it's not about the mass; it's about the volume. That's what buoyancy is. It's mass over its density. So if if you and your flatulent friend. Look, give me a name for your flatulent friend. Chris. Let's call him Tut. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you and your flatulent friend, flatulent friend Chris. Have you ever been in a car with Chris? 
You would know. Uh, he yeah. has been in a car with me for 16 too. hours with two, yeah. three cats. And uh, folks, I just want to say, you don't want to let Chris be the one who controls the locks and the power windows. <laughs> yes, stuck definitely. In the car with him. But um, let's just say you both ate um, the big, beefy, giant black bean burrito. <laughs> and then okay. you go in, and you hop in a pool and you sit there for a couple hours. I think as as flatulent Chris his body breaks down into gas, it's going to expand and cause him to be a little bit more buoyant than non-flatulent Ted. So, so if we were to crash into a lake, flatulent Chris is most likely to rise to the surface than yes. lean, hard, muscled Ted. <laughs> Sometimes it pays to, be, to, pays to fart, folks. <laughs> well, actually, wouldn't it be not to fart? Right, like, it pays to hold it in. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, if he, so let's let's go a step further. Say we fell in the water and Chris is full of gas, and say he starts to this fart hypothetical while, Chris. Yeah, no, right. Say, right. Right. say he starts to fart while he's in the water. Will the farts help him stay up at the top of the water as well as like a propulsion? Can he use system? it as a jet? Is the question right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think he can fart that hard. <laughs> Would it work in space? Yes. Definitely work in space. If you fart so, in space, so you tell me you if, you fart, if you fart in space, it'll push you forward. Yes. <laughs> no way. Didn't you guys ever read the sequel to uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, uh, the Great Glass Elevator? No. That's I... how they move around in space. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this is like like for serious. For serious, yeah. I'm not making that up. That's how that's how Raw Doll decided you should be happy around in space. Oh, okay. No, I never, I never read that book. So when somebody's so when so when there's an astronaut outside the International Space Station and they fart, they move. Well, no, they're in a suit. So yeah, they're it's in all a suit. Contained. So, so uh, what okay. they should do is they should re-engineer the suits where there's like a hole right where your butt is. <laughs> So you can use you can those propulsion systems by <laughs> leasing gas out of your butt flap. <laughs> uh, NASA hashtag NASA get on this. Yeah, one of our one of our more popular hashtags on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hashtag NASA let's get on this. Oh, it's funny. Uh, okay. So, Chris, do you want to provide the audience with an update on how you're doing? Oh yes. All right. So, as you can see. My glass is empty again, so that's 26 ounces down. And unfortunately, they don't make five-ounce beers, and all I have is 16-ounce cans. So because I love the audience, so I'm going to crack this next beer. Also, I believe from North Carolina. But you're not, tu- you're not turning 42. No one ever said that you gained extra wisdom at 31 here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cracking this next beer. It's from Boone, North Carolina. So this is all North Carolina beers coming in now. And this is Boonshine Brewing Company. It's a New England style IPA. Okay. Or so they claim. It looks like a New England style IPA. It's called Nuclear Seahorse, which is a pretty cool, pretty cool can art on there if you see that. So dual headed seahorse. You'll see it nice. on Instagram, of it's course. It's like Blinky the three eyed fish from um Simpsons, but two bodied seahorse <laughs> connected. Conjoined seahorses. So it's uh only five point five percent. And uh, it looks, you know, relatively, li- I mean, lighter for a, haze- a hazy IPA. So let's see what it tastes like. 
Yeah, if I was Ted Cleo, I would not have high expectations for this one. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be sweet. It's very light on alcohol, so it probably is a little on the sweeter side. I'm going to say he's going to give it a 3.25. I like that, 3.25. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're close. So it is sweet. You get a tiny bit, tiny, tiny bit of bitterness in the middle. But, I mean, it's not a bad beer. Probably not something I would go out of my way of drinking again. Um, I don't know if I can quite go as low as a 325, though, so sorry. What's it dry hopped with? So this is fueled by Mosaic, Yukonot, and Amarillo. So Yukonot, huh? Yeah, it's a really it's a really odd like hop. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know if I've... I mean, I've read it before, but I don't know if I've ever had it. I think I've had a beer. I think I've had like a pale ale with Yukonot in it, but... Yeah, and, and it, is, it is very light. It's very reminiscent of a pale ale. I don't know if I could go... Because I did have my my earbuds in. I don't know if I could go as low as a three two five. I'd probably give it like a three and a half. It's it's not bad. Yeah, you know, um and I've mentioned on the pod before, I've not had a lot of luck with New England IPAs in Montana. I just wanted to do a quick shout out to the best one I've had. I actually had to do that uh brew fest I went to a couple weeks ago. Really? Conflux down in Missoula brews a uh New England IPA. They said they've been gradually adding more and more pounds of hops. They're up to four and a half pounds of hops per barrel or three and a half pounds of hops per barrel it still sounds pretty light yeah so this was the take a whiff take a whiff on me uh, okay new ipa i gave it a 4.0 and i said that was the best uh new England ipa i've had so far in montana now when you gave it a 4.0 is that a 4.0 on the montana scale or is that a 4.0 like if it was in connecticut we'd all give it a 4.0 it's a good question i'm looking at my check-ins from that day and and for me that was a damn good new england ipa that was I would go out of my way to try that again. So that's why I gave okay. it a 4.0. I mean, in Connecticut, you can get them all over the place. You, you like walk, turn a left, take a left on a street corner, and then bam. Well, that's have... why I asked the question. Is it a 4.0 <laughs> Connecticut way or is it a 4.0 Montana way? I think I, gotta, I think I did give it a little, bit of, a little bit of an edge because it's so unique out here. That definitely okay. get pushed over the top a little bit to that 4.0 rating. I think if any brewers are listening that don't live in the Northeast – I think the secret of making a New England IPA, and I, I speak of this as somebody who's not a brewer, but somebody who's drank a lot of IPAs, is don't add weird hops like you cannot. Just stick with, you know, Mosaic and Citra and Simcoe and, you know, the standard run-of-the-mill hops that everybody knows. And that's what makes a, a New England IPA so juicy. Citra and, is everywhere. Yeah. I don't want to get too far out in left field here, but I think in Montana, a lot of brewers are afraid to charge four bucks for a can of beer. Uh, I could see that. So I mean, the other thing is like, so yeah, these these folks use Yukona, and like, it's not it's not a bad beer. Like, I get a lot more dankness than I would expect from like a New England IPA, but I still want them to try because hell yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so if everybody used Citra Mosaic and whatever, like, especially Citra Mosaic, the those like, the, yeah, they're all going to taste exactly the same, like. I mean, yeah, you can use a different grain bill and you can use all this other stuff. But when you when you specifically brew IPAs, like a lot of the times that you drink an IPA is for the specific hops. So, I mean, like I want them to tr- try something else. I applaud Nuclear Seahorse for trying something different. And it's not a bad beer. I mean, like, I don't know if I would go out of my way to order it again, but eh, not bad. I get that. Pretty good. But at the same time, if you're a, if you're a brewery that's trying to brew a New England style IPA. Do like it's like telling a kid to write me a fifty-page book instead of just writing out his ABCs at first. Like you got to learn how to walk before you run. You got to learn how to crawl before you can walk. 
I guess I can I can kind of see that. Yeah. It's like make a basic New England IPA before you try to go like, out, twist out. the yeah, right. right. I hear that. Sean yeah. La- I mean Sean Lawson, the guy who owns Lawson's uh, f- fine ales, gave the recipe of double sunshine away. Just publish it in a magazine said, "This is for everybody. Here you go." Everybody who owns a brewery should just brew that recipe first and just there you go, New England style IPA. Master that, then move on. Then add you cannot. Maybe I'm just being too picky. No, there's there's Todd's hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Todd's hot take. All right, so so to to continue with this stupid yeah, question. Yeah, you got another oh, wow, question for we're us. Back on stupid questions. I do stupid questions. So all of us here have attempted to play D and D or Pathfinder at some point. I was actually just thinking about that today because I was like, man, I miss playing Pathfinder. Yeah, I do too. We should probably do that again. Yeah, but, we should. We should. But anyways, continue with the question. Do bugs take fall damage? <laughs> uh, is that it? That's, That's the end it. of the question? That's it. Okay. I took the last question. one on, so I'm leaving this one for Chris. Okay. So I think, okay. So I think if a bug is affected by a either This sleep is a real or, life question though. Like, like if I drop a beetle on the ground, does it take fall damage? Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind then. I will, we'll go, continue <laughs> that, with your that, thought. I want to know no, where no, you were no. going. It debugs my entire. Th- it ha, debugs oh. my entire thought because, like, I was thinking in the in the spirit of Pathfinder or D anD D or whatever. In like, if it's affected by like a sleeping charm or like a daze spell or something like that, then yeah, for sure, it takes fall damage if it falls to the ground. But in real life, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, if you drop an ant from your height, it just continues to walk. That's true, and that's like yeah, it's because ants like, don't have enough mass to to get that much force when they hit the ground, even when they're falling from that high. See, he took it all. Technical. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm no fun with stupid I, questions because I'm like, yeah, the answer is no. They don't. So how how high do I have to drop an ant for it to die? Matter from a height. It, no, because after it falls for three seconds, it doesn't matter. Like that's true. Okay, so in that oh, case, way to ruin the fun. I, you could drop yeah. it from Mount Everest. Yeah, and like it'll it'll still top be of the Empire State Building. It still live. Yeah, damn. Okay, well that's that sucked the air out of it. But <laughs> if it kill, was hit by Buzz Kill over and over here. Yeah, if it was yeah Buzz Kill, get it? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you it was hit by a di- twenty plus ounces a night more often, you're killing it with these bug puns. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, so if if it was hit with a day spell, I would say for sure for every ten feet off the ground, it would take one d six worth of damage. So it's fine. But <laughs> okay, I just let's go with like, that answer. I guess it's a, like so. Even if you drop like a like, I figure like a worm is a very dense bug, right? One let of the check, denser, I mean, let me check my chart over here. Uh, one of the <laughs> denser bugs. Yeah, Dense near the top. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, one, it's one of the densest bugs. If you dropped it from the top of a house, it wouldn't like plop on the ground and like burst open. No, not top of that. Top of the house is like not that much. I'm just one. Well, you said three seconds to reach terminal velocity, which I think that's I correct. Think a, I, I mean, I don't know if would, it is. I don't know if it is, but no, would, I don't. I don't. Again, I'm going to be a buzzkill here. And be like, so just tell you now, bugs are fine. Bugs plus falling <laughs> equals fine. <laughs> bugs plus falling equals fine. All right, well, there goes that, that, goes that question. So, they're All right, what do you got next, Todd? They're not stupid if Obert applies actual logic. Logic, yeah. <laughs> I have no fun with those stupid questions. I'm sorry. All right, so I'm going to ask right. one more stupid question. Okay, okay. good, good, good. I, I was hoping that you had one more. Yeah. 
This is why I let you go first last time, Chris, because I knew you would. I knew you would have more fun with it with the one with the one d six per ten feet. <laughs> uh, but I really like. We've been cleaning out like the I. We were cleaning out stuff, and I found like my GM book and stuff like that, and I was like, man. I wish we were still playing Pathfinder in some in some regards. It doesn't matter what, but like if you guys wanted to, maybe with my new schedule we might be able to. I would do it. So, all right, so here's the question. Okay. If little Wayne says and there's a little L I L Wayne mm-hmm. said bitches come a di- or come a dime a dozen and Kanye said one good girl is worth a thousand bitches, does that mean a good girl is worth eight dollars and thirty three cents? <laughs> what i mean i can't beat that logic <laughs> yeah out logic that obert i <laughs> uh, yeah. i mean that's straight up transitive it's property <laughs> come on come on over this is All why right, i chose so this one if a equals b and b equals c then a equals c therefore yes that math checks out <laughs> all right so so okay run it by me one more time so i'm glad right. we got the episode title here which is Doff applies the, the, the transitive property <laughs> to rap songs. Doff, Doff does math. <laughs> All right. So here's the problem again. Okay. If Little Wayne says yep. bitches, and we have to assume that Little Wayne knows how much a bitch is worth. The fair market value of a bitch. <laughs> right. If Little Wayne says bitches come a dime a dozen. Okay. And Kanye said one good girl. And we have to assume that Kanye knows the worth of a good girl. Okay. Kanye said one good girl is worth a thousand bitches. Does that mean that a good girl is worth a eight dollars and thirty three cents? So now I don't just, know. Is, I don't know. Just checking his math here is that all? <laughs> no. Well, okay. So you got to think about it. So like a a bitch is worth. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but a bitch is worth a dime a dozen, right? Right. So you got twelve right. bitches little, for a dime. Right. A twelve bitches penny. for a dime. Okay, I got that. Okay, so one cent a piece. Yes. No, point okay. eight three 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 cents a piece. Oh, right. A dime a dozen. Right, 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 right. Okay. Okay. So then one... <laughs> so one, one good, good girl, girl is worth a so, thousand like, bitches. No, okay. So you got to think about it. Like, so you got you got bitches and you got good girls. Are you saying they're overlapping? Like, there's a pen diagram somewhere where there's, like, well, like bitches took, and good girls and they overlap? Well, like, so think about it this way. You saved up all your bitches. And you went to the good girl uh, store, hey, store, and you hey. said, I want to give you a thousand bitches. Do you get one good girl back? Hello, listening audience. This is Obert here. <laughs> I'm just coming here <laughs> to say, I realize, I realize what's happening. Thank you for, thank you for entertaining us this far. If you want to just <laughs> fast forward maybe two minutes, you will get this. <laughs> no, I mean, bitches can be, bitches can be boys or girls. Yeah. You want to talk about it for another maybe minute, 50 seconds? <laughs> I just think we gotta break out a calendar here. A calendar? calendar. <laughs> That's the wrong. <laughs> first picture up on January first. Calculator. Get a calculator. <laughs> Until mid March, or if you go around here. No, not a calendar. That's wrong. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so this is a this is the insolvable problem. It's fine. It's fine. So okay, just to recap here, all right. If a good girl's worth a thousand bitches, and therefore a good girl is worth roughly somewhere around like flag neck. 
<laughs> I think Friday, that is... 2022. Right? Is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think that i think that i think that math checks out so it's fine oh man okay. well, i think that's about two minutes guys let's go to the handles all oh, right handles time oh, this is why we don't this is why we don't have chris drink 30 ounces of beer every episode. right Listen, the problem. Th- th- that wasn't my fault <laughs> it's true it's true so I'm going to lead off this week. Okay. Like, yeah. Do you want to lead in the segment before you just, <laughs> just before you, you know, go <laughs> welcome, off on Tony Randall? Welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, the final segment where we lift a frosty mug of wisdom that has three handles on it, where we each give you a little piece of advice to make your life. My okay. name is Obert, and I'm lifting the first handle. Hey, just so you know, Dana just texted me saying I need to keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> Did you text her back and say, hey... I'm drinking 31 ounces of beer for my birthday. I'm going to say, it's my birthday. It's my birthday, and I'll laugh if I want to. Laugh if I want to. Laugh if I want to. Set. <laughs> so now with that intro, I have to share that if there's one thing in Montana we know very well, it's chap lips. It's dry here. It's cold. It's nasty winter. So I wanted to share a local brand of lip balm that I think is worth paying shipping fees to get wherever you live. It's called Drew Raw, and it's made right here in Whitefish, and they have some amazing flavors, and it's four bucks for a tube of this lip balm, but I think it's worth every penny. Now, that's pretty expensive for lip balm. Yeah, that's I a mean, little pricey. As a skeptical non-Montanan, that's fair. Is- is I mean, pretty pretty expensive. Like I I, I go with the, like the Burt's Bees every once in a while, but like other than that, I mean a chapstick's probably like a buck for a tube. I think if I put a chapstick on, I don't think twice about it. I'm just like, oh, here's some chapstick. When I put on some hoorah lip balm, I'm like, this is a treat for my lips. Do That's you it. do you audibly exclaim hoorah when you put it on? Oh, actually, it's uh, you're legally required to. It says it on here on the label. You have to you have to shout hoorah every time. Okay. As long as that's a requirement, I'm cool with it. All right. So who's going next? I'll go next. So last week I shared a uh, comedy special on Netflix. And this week I'm going to share a TV show on Netflix that I've... <laughs> yep, I'm going with Netflix twice, people. Net- Netflix two in a row. Yes. It's been a, been a busy winter, huh, Todd? It's been a very busy <laughs> winter. It's actually a show that I haven't watched any of. But I've sat in the same room while Caitlin's been watching it and you just listened. You cannot. Oh, sorry. I'm taking your mug back. I'm taking no. your mug back. You're not going to put a. You're not going to recommend a show you haven't watched. No, no, no. But I've listened to it. <laughs> and I can tell you just by listening to it that it's it's funny. You going to say anything back to me? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, like it is. It is a little bit half-assed, but Fine. I mean, no. I'll it's just. A, it's, it seems like my... as though you you like lucked into this handle because. <laughs> Caitlin was watching it. Nope, I'm gonna pick a different one. Okay, good. What was the All show? Right. I'm not gonna tell you now. You're screwed. <laughs> okay, so you'll have to watch it and come back and do that for a real handle sometime in the future. So my handle this week is a library card. Wait, didn't we do this one? No, no. we talked about it. We talked oh, okay. about it. So <laughs> my handle this week is a library card. Everybody should go out to their library. Listen, you haven't one. read the name of the wind yet, and it's been in your house for like three years. So, you're... Oh, I'm not saying I'm reading anything. <laughs> so at a library. Now, Todd, this library card sure sounds expensive <laughs> to me. How am I supposed to afford one of these library cards? It's completely free. What? Free? You can go to the library. You can You can rent books. You can rent movies. You can rent video games. And you can download... 
Hoopla and some other app that you can actually rent, you can borrow books digitally and they're audiobooks, so they'll actually read them to you. All for the low, low price of free. You can actually rent music too, so just to beat out Obert's handle from last week about Amazon Prime Music, this is the free way of getting music. Library card people, stop by your local library, all you need is your ID. Um, I'm going to take the frosty mug back. Hey, I have um, a, uh, some advice. If you want to listen to some free music, go to the subway and just stand around and wait for people to play music near you because that's also free. <laughs> oh, go to God. a bar. A lot of times if you go into a bar, they will have a jukebox where someone else paid for you to listen to music. That's true. I feel like you're anti-library. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I don't mean to, to trash. I, I said last week, too, that I love handles where you're saving our listening audience money and yeah if you audience member if you don't have a library card yet what are you doing that's the first thing i did when i moved to montana i got a library card you should Is do it, it really yeah i went to the library and i said hey what are some like cool you know what are some local activities you guys do they put on the hmm. local trivia it's like a good way to get involved in your community just show up at your library see what's going that's, on that's kind of interesting because so over went from being anti-library to like when i moved to tennessee a really big library fan well, Big fan of the library. Yeah. Well, Chris, now that you're in North Carolina, you should probably swing through your local North Carolina library and get a library card. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what, I'm gonna see what they have to offer because, yeah, there's, there's definitely some stuff around me that has a like, like a rec park and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah cool I'll definitely. For, I'll it's cool it for out. CJ too. There's little kid stuff there too. Yeah, I mean that's basically all we do now is CJ stuff. <laughs> And they have video games, and they have like new video games. So, what's your favorite library? Otis Where, Library. Where's the best library you go to? Uh, the Hartford Public Library is probably the biggest. And they have the ones with the new video games and stuff. They all, even the one in East Hampton has new video games, PS4 games, Xbox One games. Wait, Switch you can games. take out games at a library now? Yeah, you can. You can rent video games. <laughs> Apparently, I'm, be- like I'm behind the time. Chris is just checking in on this. Just, just realizing what's going on in this hand. <laughs> no, no, no! He didn't say video games before. Now he did. Yeah, he did. He led. He led in with video games. It was actually the third thing that came out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, it, you speak so fast. Books, w- books, What's movies, up? video games. Listen, I drank. I don't know how many ounces of beer now. Like, <laughs> more than your age, for sure. Yeah, more than my age. I've definitely exceeded thirty-one ounces of beer in this in this in this episode, which was well, a bad choice. Chris, you gotta take us home, even though it's your birthday. <laughs> but before you finish your handle, you have to finish your beer. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'll be close. I mean, I'm not. I'm not not drinking. I've been drinking pretty close. This is where Chris edits in like the beep. Please stand by sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So my handle tonight is a YouTube channel, which I think I put over a couple times. Well, not this particular one, but I put over a number of YouTube channels. Is it a tweeter? It's not a tweeter. No, 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 not a tweeter. So it's called the bright side or bright side. One of those two. And what it does is it like takes like really random scenarios and will kind of like walk you through like, for like example is like what happens if the sun disappears or what happens if the earth loses oxygen for one minute or something like that. And it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like, Things like things of that nature, like Impossible really ran- hypotheticals, right? Yeah, like really random, just things that you would never think of. And it kind of like takes the science. And to be fair, I don't know, I, I can't factor, I, I can't fact check them, 
but like we had a hard it, enough time fact checking little Wayne and Kanye. <laughs> right, exactly. And I don't know how truthful anything is, but it just seems really really cool. And it, you know, it gets me thinking for a while. So, if you like YouTube, check them out. If you like like random, they do a lot of space things and a lot of like, you know, what happens to the planet if things. So if you like that kind of stuff, I would check them out. They're very interesting, very thought-provoking. That's cool. How long is like the average video of theirs? Uh, so it's like, I mean, probably like eight to ten minutes. So perfect. Average. Just like, yeah, it's just good. For it's like, time. what happens like if, like, yeah, videos. what happens if the sun loses energy, or what happens if the sun explodes, or something like that? So, and then it's like basically, ah, you die. But anyways, uh, but it's it's been pretty interesting. I've watched a handful of their videos and. It's been it's been entertaining. So, I mean, it also gives you like this looming, <laughs> this looming uh, aura of impenitent doom. But like, it is what it is. But it's pretty cool. Check out the bright side, and they will inform you on a lot of different things. And also, I think I think it's official. I think I've hit my my quota for the episode. Oh, you did. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank God. I think the audience, <laughs> I think the audience is happy you finished, though. No, yeah. So, everybody, make sure when. Obert and Tud both turned 31, then this is going to happen. You as want well. to hear this again, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Who wants to hear a drunk rambling man? Yeah. <laughs> if you raise your hand, tune in no, August we're, and We're going to be at the Great American Brew Fest for my birthday. And I think my birthday is a Sunday. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, man. Ooh, those are both big, big days. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one yes. of them happens every seven days. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's okay. a day of rest. All right, all right, all right. That's 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 enough of making. All right, fun of Todd, me. can you please let us escape from this episode now? Y- yes. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries or the distilleries that provided today's alcohol. I'm going to go first with thanking Mile High Spirits for their Fireside Colorado Bourbon Whiskey. I would like to thank Steel Spring Brewery, Bowling Rock Brewery, and Boonshine Brewing Company for their myriad of beers. And I want to thank Deschutes for the Mirror Pond Pale Ale. Make sure you guys are following us on all social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on tap at DAWF Podcast. Hashtag follow the email with comments, questions, general thoughts, concerns, hatred, or whatever you just want to tell us. Um, let us know if you guys need stickers. We're leaving them around the breweries around the state and, or around random parts around our state's Chris blanketed Tennessee. I'm sure he'll do the same in North Carolina now. Make sure you go on iTunes, give us a five star rating, and leave a uh, and leave a comment. We love to read the comments. It also helps other people find us and moves us up in the charts. So make sure you guys are doing that. Um, we're still waiting for a thousand followers on Instagram. So make sure that you guys are going on and following us there. Once we reach a thousand, we'll be doing a giveaway of some Montana beers provided by Obert. Also, we want to give a shout out to James Vaklovic Designs for designing our logo and that logo of the marital discord podcast follow him on facebook at james vaklovic design and with that my name's tud my name's chris and i'm over it and remember if you're tricking alone do it with friends now chris i have some good news for you you know how hangover was a terrible at age 30 <laughs> 31 yeah. it's all fine they're going oh, okay yeah oh, yeah. God. yeah don't worry tomorrow oh, you'll be fine Oh, I was I was so worried. I was like, 30 ounces of beer. It's, it's a tall.